Packers Daily with Jason Martinez. Welcome to a Friday, May 7th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Flyers back at it tonight. Back-to-back games today and tomorrow, both in D.C. The final two road games of the season against a team that's been in the headlines. Tom Wilson story, in case you haven't maybe had your head buried in the stand. You didn't hear what's going on with the Capitals and Tom Wilson, but... Uh, the Flyers will go against the Washington Capitals, who, incidentally, they have the worst points percentage against of any team that they've played this season. Now, they've only played seven other teams with the East Division, but the Caps, the Flyers' point percentage against the Caps this season is .167. For example, the team with the highest points percentage they have, it's actually three teams, the Buffalo Sabres, stands to reason. They went 5-3. and three against the Sabres in their, in their eight games. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, who they also went 5-3 and three against in their eight games. And actually, the team that they struggled with a year ago, the New York Islanders. All .625 points percentage against those three teams. Now, I mentioned the Caps is a .167. That's because the Flyers have a 1-5 a record in six games this season against the Caps. It's odd because the year before, they were great against the Caps, and they've struggled this year. They've uh, scored 3.17 goals per game against the Caps, but given up 4.83 goals per game against the Caps. That's been the difference. And Ovechkin, year to year, last year, didn't have a point against the Flyers. This year has been incredible for the Capitals, and that's why the Flyers have a 1-5 record against them. Cam York is going to make his NHL debut tonight. It'll be Cam York the sixth flyer this season to make his NHL debut. The other five, Tanner Lezinski, Wade Allison, who will be in the lineup once again, Maxime Sushko, Igor Zamula, and Jackson Cates. And now Cam York. And you're going to hear from Elaine Vigneault in just a couple of minutes. Uh, I believe that Cam York's going to be getting some power play time as well, which will be great to see. And a lot of people excited to see what Cam York can do uh, at the NHL level to get a look-see here before the regular season ends and the Flyers season ends. So it's the final two road games in Washington for the Flyers against the Capitals. Then they'll wrap up the season coming up Monday against the New Jersey Devils. The only team left, it'll be one game, and it'll be at the Wells Fargo Center on Monday. Now, every month during the season, we've done our HERS Fire on Ice Player of the Month, and we've done it once again, this time for the month of April. There were three players that we put in a Twitter poll at Philadelphia Flyers, at NHL Flyers, and that was Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek, and Wade Allison. And the fans got to vote to see who the HERS Fire on Ice Player of the Month would be, and the results are as follows. Jake Voracek only got 6.3% of the votes. He had a really good month. Wade Allison got 25.5 as he made his NHL debut and has really impressed uh, since being here. Got three points, two goals, and an assist. But Claude Giroux, the winner. 68.2% of the respondents selected Claude Giroux as the HERS Fire on Ice Player of the Month. Taste the flavor, feel the heat with HERS new fire chips and cheese curls. So what did Giroux do in the month to earn it? Well, in April, Giroux actually tied Sean Couturier for the team lead with both goals. They had five each and total points nine over the course of the month. And Giroux also added two goals and an assist in that 7-2 win over the Penguins last week back on May 3rd. And dating back to April 1st, Drew has also won a very dominating 58% of his face-offs he's taken. He's 160 for 276, and his 58.6% 
individual Corsi trails only Sean Couturier is among all players on the team. Now, even though the Flyers' playoff hopes diminished and uh, eventually evaporated, Claude Giroux still has played extremely hard. I brought it up on an episode a couple episodes ago that I thought he was one of the players on the team that has given an honest effort in every game. And I firmly believe, I firmly believe this, that he is the most underappreciated athlete in Philadelphia in my lifetime. That That's, I'm 49. That That's quite the statement. I think he's so underappreciated in this city. He also passed or surpassed Brian Propp in a game where he had Two goals in 22 seconds with the goaltender pulled to force overtime, and eventually the Flyers won in a six-round shootout. Uh, he's got 854 goals. He's only now 29 points back of Bill Barber to tie him, 30 from taking number two all-time in points as the Philadelphia Flyers. So congratulations to Claude Giroux on being the HERS Fire on Ice Player of the Month. And, and I think this season for Claude has really kind of – showed people the kind of competitor that he is. Because, look, this season with the way the month of March went, with the COVID pause that took place in February and then what ensued in March, and the team dropping out of playoff contention. But one thing I think we we all we saw pretty much every night was the captain going out there and spilling it and working his butt off and not giving up. And despite the fact that they didn't have two days off between games, they played 19 games in 33 days. Oftentimes you saw Giroux's best work in the third period when Elaine Vigneault shortened the bench and put it on his veterans. And for, for him to put up the numbers that he has this year, they're not eye-popping. 16 goals, 25 assists, and 41 points in 51 games. He's had better statistical seasons. But I got to say, I think I'm more impressed with this season than I am the last couple uh, because of what he went through with the COVID situation, the way he has worked through the difficulty of this season. It's very difficult when you lose a lot to, to remain motivated. But And he's the captain, and he needs to be an example. And by all accounts, and people that I talk to, and you've heard Elaine Vigneault talk about it and other players on the team, uh, of how he works and how he handles himself as a pro. I think this season, for maybe some of the critics of Claude Giroux, I think even some have been turned in a sense that, well, even though some of these games have been tough to watch and the results haven't been good, he's one guy who has not thrown in the towel. And and that's important. And I, I believe that is incredibly important. And his career, his numbers, they speak for themselves. They're, they're eye-popping. I mean, when you look at since in the last decade, 2010-11 season through this season so far, he's fourth overall in points with 782. That's in 814 games. Seven times in the last 10 years, he didn't miss a game. That's durability. That's a big thing in sports. Durability is a big thing because I always say it. Availability is the most important element of being a professional athlete because it doesn't matter how good you are if you're not available. And I mean, you look at if points, again, fourth in the league, only behind Ovechkin by nine, 817 for Sidney Crosby. I can't do the math on that, so that's 18 and 17, so whatever that is, 45. And then 856 over the decade by Patrick Kane. Claude Giroux, in that period as well, when you look at just assists, and he's never been a goal scorer, he's always been a playmaker, he leads the NHL in assists with 534. He is one up on Nicholas Backstrom. Backstrom, by the way, has picked up 
241 of his assists on the power play. You feed a guy named Alexander Ovechkin, who's pretty good on the power play. I mean, he has scored the most power play goals, uh, ranks number one in the NHL for power play goals over that decade with uh, 178. And that's going to certainly bring up your assist number for Nicholas Backstrom. So 241 of those assists of his 533 have come on the power play. Meanwhile, Giroux, 228, but he's never had a guy like Alexander Ovechkin to feed the puck to on the power play. So all said and done for Giroux through this season, I've been extremely impressed with this season, and and I'll be really interested to see what he's like next year. Coming into the final year of his contract, a lot of times that can motivate a player. I don't think it matters to Giroux. I think he's always been a motivated player and a competitor, so I, I think that Uh, you'll see the same Claude Giroux you saw this year, a guy that's going to go out there and give everything he has uh, to his team to try and win. They didn't get the team result this year. They haven't gotten the team results in the playoffs that players of his ilk uh, need to to remain sane because they hate losing so much. Hopefully, with the right adjustments to the roster this offseason, the right moves made, uh, that will be the case next year. But I think that he's a guy I've been really impressed with his season. Again, I think he is the most underappreciated athlete, certainly of a generation in the last 20 years and probably in my lifetime. Um, Some of the critics, I don't understand. Um, It's a team game. The NHL is not like the NBA where you grab a star player and one player can make all the difference in the world in hockey. All all four lines play. 6D play. And you need goaltending. You need all those things to have success. And there's a lot of great players that have played in all sports and not won a championship. There's a lot of great players in the NHL that didn't win a cup. Guys like Pat LaFontaine, guys like Pavel Bure, guys like Eric Lindros that never won a cup. That's a team accomplishment. He has been an unbelievable player. He's the Hurst Fire on Ice Player of the Month for April. So congratulations to Flyers captain Claude Giroux. All right, let's hear from Elaine Vigneault. He spoke after practice yesterday about Cam York, his goaltending rotation, and more. Here's the head coach after Flyers practice. Uh, so you talk a little bit about the season that Shane Goss' Bears had and how disheartening is it that you won't have him for the next two games? Yeah, I mean, Shane has had uh, some good moments uh, this year. Uh, he also had some, you know, some other moments that have been a little bit more challenging. Uh, a little bit, you know, like our, our team uh, consistency has, has been an issue, but um, you know he's uh, he's done some good things for us. So uh, the league has d- decided to uh, suspend him for the two Washington games. So uh, we'll probably have him back for that last one. Hey, Lane. Um, obviously, Cam York was uh, was called up to the taxi today. He was skating with the main group. Do you expect him to make his NHL debut tomorrow? Yeah, he will be in the lineup. He'll be playing with uh, Sam on D, and uh, you know, he, uh, my understanding from Chuck and and Gordo uh, that he, that he's been playing well, and uh, we're going to give him an opportunity tomorrow to to play his first NHL game. Should be very exciting for him. You obviously have him paired with uh, with Sam. I guess what's the thought process of playing Cam on the right side for his NHL debut? Obviously, he's a natural lefty. Yeah, I'm not sure that uh, he's going to play on the on on the the right side. Uh, maybe I think there'll probably be a, a steady rotation there. We have not uh, uh, been uh, consistent with our deep pairing. It depends on uh, the faceoff situation, et cetera. So he'll get a chance to play 
probably both sides. Uh, Sam is probably a, a little bit more comfortable on, on the left side. So we'll see what happens there moving forward. Uh, Kim's been known as a power play guy. Do, do you envision him playing at all on the man advantage? Um, and is that an area you want to see him? Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, you know, you, you want players to be put in situations uh, where they can have success. And he's uh, considered a, a very good power play per, uh, person. Uh, quarterback uh, on D, he's done it uh, you know, at, at the college level. He's done it for a small sample size at the uh, at the American League level. And uh, we'll see what he can do at this level. Hey, just, just real quick, what is the uh, goaltending plan for the weekend? Uh, we're going to play um, Moose tomorrow, and we're going to play Alex on Saturday. Hey, Elaine, this is more a logistical question. Um, I guess it doesn't matter so much now because there aren't a lot of games left. But with Cam, does he count as an emergency recall because of the suspension, or does that not count with suspensions? Uh, I think uh, um, Chuck used uh, one of his recalls. We had two left. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, uh, that's a, g- a good technical question. Uh, but I, I do think that a suspended guy still stays on your roster. So for us to call up Cam, we probably had to use uh, one of our uh, recalls. While the Flyers are playing out the string, getting to see players like Tanner Lazinski, like Wade Allison, like Igor Zamula and Jackson Cates, seeing Cam York tonight is going to be very interesting. And I can't wait to see it. I watched the World Juniors and the performance that he and Team USA put on in shocking Canada to win gold. He's a poised player, had a good year at Michigan. When he got to the the Phantoms, took him a couple games to get his feet under him after quarantining and everything else. Since then, he's been playing great. Tonight, he makes his NHL debut. If you've heard him on this podcast several times and how well-spoken he is and uh, you know, knows his game and what he brings to the table. And I think that's important for a player to know what they bring to the table. I think Cam York does. So we'll see him tonight, and we'll see what he brings to the table at the NHL level as he makes his debut against the Washington Capitals. We'll have a breakdown episode coming up tomorrow, so enjoy your Friday. Kick off the weekend with a little Flyers caps coming up tonight. Enjoy your hockey, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily.